Hi, Camilla. Really, really nice to meet you. And thank you so much for taking the time to spend chatting about authenticity and leadership. I really appreciate it. I wonder if you could tell myself and our listeners a little bit about you so that we can kind of put the conversation into context. Hello, hi. Uh, firstly, thank you for inviting me uh, onto this into uh, uh, this interview. Uh, I, my name is Dr. Camilla Kamarudin. I am a, a trans GP and I advocate for a better healthcare for trans people and better human rights. I have been I have been a GP for about twenty years, and uh, recently I. I am. Um, I've also started doing some work in gender healthcare, and I have joined um, uh, Tavistock Gender Identity Clinic. And next week, I will uh, start as uh, a, a GP in gender healthcare at East of England Gender uh, Health uh, Services uh, as well. And um, I advocate for intersectionality. Uh, sometimes as a trans person, sometimes as a woman, sometimes as uh, uh, a Muslim and uh, many others as well. So I put on different hats, coming to you know to what actually you know what I that I believe in and what I think that 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 I could improve on uh, and also fighting for the you know better uh, human rights as well. Do you know just that introduction is absolutely fascinating. Thank you. It's it's such a diverse identity that you have. And you represent so many different people. And I'm sure people listening will be really interested to hear your take on things. Um, as a woman with with such a complex and interesting a range of hats. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. my yeah, my first question is, you know, I know how busy you are. I know the things that you that you get called into doing. And so when this invite came to you and you were asked to be part of this project, what made you say yes? What was intriguing about it? Well, I, I it's about uh, uh, authenticity as a leader. And I felt that uh, I have something to contribute. Um, as a doctor, it, it, we we are become we are already leaders in our in in our own you know uh, uh, yeah, yeah, small milieu, and uh, and we 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 do have leadership qualities, and I think it's very important that I think as a trans person to show that 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 we also have leadership qualities that you know as a trans person you know doesn't mean that you know that you don't have a voice you know I want to uh, you know I want to um, uh, provide a voice for trans people to 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 empower you know uh, uh, trans people and um, I also want to live my 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 identity uh, authentically and uh, to be who I am, and 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 also to be able to actually to uh, to to do things, and which I I am capable of, you know. Yes. And uh, it's it's I I think that I have a lot to contribute, and I will certainly continue to contribute uh, for not just for a better you know healthcare for trans people, a better human rights, but I also want to create uh, for a better society. Well, that will keep you busy. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's busy, but it's very, you know, rewarding. It's very, well, very it's, rewarding. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything more rewarding. You know, it's 
it sounds so much like a, a life's work, something that will carry throughout your life. And in everything you've just described, a natural sense of authenticity came through to me. And I wondered whether you could talk a little bit about why you think authenticity is important for all leaders. Well, I think uh, you have to be true to yourself in order to be, you know, to be a leader. I don't think that be, you know, if you cannot be true to yourself, you can be a good leader. Uh, and uh, in and being authentic and and is is very empowering for me because being authentic able in, enables me to do the things that I want, enable me to uh, to to contribute to to you know to as I say to a better society. And uh, I and and uh, yeah, visibility is it is not a handicap for me. You know, I mean, I can't go around telling people that. You know, <laughs> I mean, I I you know, like I am already who I am. You know, so uh, you know, I it, I mean, I it, it's you know to to own it actually is very very empowering. You know, mm -hmm. so uh, and uh, no one else can say tell me what to you know how to behave or what to do you know because you know i i own you know my authenticity and i just listening to you then i was really struck by some of the words you used in terms of empowerment and it's it's your identity to own and and actually it is yes we can you use the word authenticity but we can also use the phrase being ourselves, you know, being who you are and allowing that to achieve what you want to achieve. So not being authentic would have stopped you achieving. It would have held you back. Um, and that really, I think that really resonated for me. So it's not just about the benefits of being authentic. It's the downsides of not being authentic. Yeah. Do you think there's a, a a difference in terms of authenticity and leadership for people from the LGBTQ plus community, particularly with non-binary or trans people? Well, you know, I, I mean, I would just want to uh, uh, to tell you about in how in you know, my experience when I uh, transitioned at work and in, in, in the workplace. Yeah, so when I in, in, intended to transition, I announced my transition in in uh, in, a, in a practice meeting, and um, my my staff were very happy for me, and uh, they uh, gave they congratulated me, they gave me a round of applause, they didn't mm -hmm. ask me any questions, and all they wanted to know is how and what shall we tell our patients. And I can understand the anxiety because if patients do not uh, uh, host, do not accept my uh, new identity or hostile to my uh, identity, it can be very difficult for both of us. Yeah. So, uh, and I also realize that they don't know what to do. Uh, and uh, so uh, I, I thought to myself, what? They wanted some guidance. It's just because they really do not know what to say or what to do. So I set the agenda myself. <laughs> I told them, I told them, okay, so you don't need to tell the patients. Let me tell the patients myself because this is my duty. It is not your duty to tell the patients. And um, and and uh, it is you know, and patients do not really need to know, okay, about my identity. And no. uh, 
all they know is that there is a Dr. Kamaruddin, a female GP, who is there to help them. Yes. And so when I, uh, I first, uh, and then I came to work on the first day after my transition, yeah, put a nice dress and big yeah. smile. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, my stuff. Yes, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of lipstick as well. And my 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 staff were very happy. And uh, my patients, a lot of my patients, congratulated me and told me that I was brave. And I said, well, I'm not brave. You know, it's just how I am. I just want to be myself. It's nothing brave. Be brave about. And they also congratulated me. They gave me some nice cards and some nice little presents, and some, uh, yeah, some uh, one or two uh, male patients that flirted with me, which is quite uh, <laughs> you know, something. That's that, uh, there. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's just quite, uh, yeah, it's unusual for me, and uh, and uh, and most many patients actually the. Uh, my new patients couldn't care less who I am. Well, presumably yeah. your new patients didn't even need to know, did they? No, they don't need to know. They don't. They, they, they don't need to know. Yeah, and then they didn't even ask. And they did, you know, be, as long as I, I am a good doctor. You know, I provide them the service. You know, a good care. I think that's what matters. And and, and it just. It just, I mean, it, I mean, it's also realized that, you know, I have already a good relationship with my staff. I have already a good relationship with my patients. So it doesn't really matter who you are. You know, it, I'm just the same. I'm just the same. I'm, I'm still, you know, Dr. Kamarudin, you know, although my first name has changed, but I'm still the same person. I'm still the good doctor. I'm still the responsible doctor. And I think that's what matters to them most. And uh, what is actually very hard warming for me is that you know we i mean i'm working in in, in town hamlets where a lot of the patients are quite conserv conservative and they wear long dresses and cover their heads and before my transition it was quite a challenge for me to to examine the female patients and even a chest examination was um, can be quite a difficult but after my transition, and even knowing that I have transitioned, uh, they uh, allow me to examine them. You know, even the uh, you know the, the intimate examinations was not uh, a, a challenge anymore. So it was very uh, heartwarming how they actually have embraced me and uh, have embraced my new identity and and without without any questioning. And uh, so I also realized that you know. Acceptance can come on both sides, isn't it? So for yeah. those who are doing accepting and for those who are being accepted, it is all it is equally an uplifting experience for both parties. Yes. And how powerful to hear about the difference in terms of your examination and treatment of patients before and after transitioning. I think that perspective must be pretty unique in the country. There won't be many other people that would be able to talk about the learning from that example. Um, and, and the fact that when we feel psychologically safe with somebody and they are psychologically safe in their own skin and identity, then those kind of intimate moments feel okay, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I did ask my colleagues, now, why do you think that, you know, those patients really accept me? I, I always thought that they, you know, they were finding it quite difficult. And I 
One of my colleagues tell, uh, told me that they probably have empathy for you. They they know that how must be been difficult for you, and you know they also have got difficult in a, in a, in a, uh, times in their life. So there's this feeling of empathy actually has actually strengthened our doctor and patient relationship. And I say, yeah, I think you know. Yeah, now that you mentioned that, that's probably quite true. You know that you know empathy can actually strengthen our patient doctor relationship. Yeah, without even just understanding. You know, just uh, not you don't have to mention it, but it's just the the, the understanding of, of 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 between two parties. Yeah. Yes, that rapport, that that relationship, and I guess. I guess I've heard from other conversations, people talking about the power for them between compassion and authenticity. And now I'm hearing from you the link between empathy and authenticity. And it just reminds me again and again how powerful being yourself, being your true authentic self is um, in all relationships. Yeah. Uh, whether it's a therapeutic relationship, a colleague or whatever. And then you know my colleagues in Tower Hamlets, yeah, you know, so I, you know, I know that, you know, they support me, but I think sometimes I think, but they don't know how to express it. They do not know how yeah. to use the right language or maybe yeah. they, they, they're the fear of using the, the you know, the, the right language is also <laughs> a barrier, you know, to for our, you know, for our professional relationship. So mm. I, so I decided to, uh, to set the agenda myself, to set the agenda again. So I organized, uh, uh, um, uh, a PLT session, which is uh, what I mean is that I organise a teaching session for okay. the whole, for the whole of uh, Tallahamets GPs and the nurses, and uh, and uh, I invited uh, a consultant from uh, from Gen from Tavistock Genetic Clinic, and uh, yeah, we provided a teaching session on uh, my part is on trans awareness and on my the consultant side about you know about one of the clinical side on uh, about treating uh, trans people. So um, yeah, and then, so they have a better understanding of what's actually uh, in a, you know how you know the right using the right language and how to actually to treat trans people uh, better, and uh, so it is it's it is empowering as well for me you know to be able to actually to set the agenda where people can actually then you know like oh okay so this is how we should do it and kind of think and uh, and uh, so uh, it's very satisfying from both sides yeah. Mm -hmm. Because so many people don't intend to be offensive or to be um, to not recognize or value people, but people shy away because they don't know the words to use and a fear of causing offense. So I love the fact that you um, you kind of set the agenda, as you say, you yeah. took it on yourself and said, look, this is what would help. Yeah. Um, these are the things that, you know, trans folk coming into clinics and surgeries you know would probably benefit from hearing and that that for me is a really powerful use of your own identity to benefit others and with that in mind the last question I'd like to ask you is about you know that that was a large piece of education but what advice would you give to young trans people coming uh, coming out into the world of work or transitioning at work what, what advice would you give them around their own journey Firstly, I would like to tell them, like, you know, that, you know, sometimes you might meet some difficulties, you know, in your workplace, but 
remember that there are more people who love you and support you and you know rather than you know that being difficult to make rather than making things difficult for your workplace so just remember that and also remember that you know that if you are you know you have any issues or any problems reach out for help there's a lot of people out there that can help you there's a lot of community services that can help you so don't you don't feel shy don't feel embarrassed in reaching out for help and uh, also in your workplace too, you know, reach out for help with your managers or, you know, with, with, with your colleagues. And, you know, sometimes just try to discuss with them, you know, like, oh God, I'm having a bit of difficulties, you know. And uh, so uh, it's very important that you bring them together on your journey. Do not exclude them from your journey. Bring them together on your journey. And I think that's what, uh, and, and that would be a, a recipe for, for success. Mm. That sense of not excluding people, but bringing them along with you. Yeah. I think that's really touched me, that sense of sometimes in our own fear um, of being rejected, yeah. we end up looking like we're rejecting others. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if we seek out that connection, we're in, we're taking responsibility, as you say, for other people to come along the journey with us yeah and you know invite them to your spaces you know make them you know invite them to to your spaces you know this is like this is how my space looks like you know not yeah. brilliant all the time you know i have some difficulties but you know but maybe you know when they understand a bit more so maybe they can help you and then once you invited them to your spaces then perhaps you can ask them that could you invite me to your safe spaces? You know, could you invite me, you know, to your christening of your, you know, your new baby? You know, mm -hmm. invite me to to a, you know, to a a, a workplace, you know, when uh, uh, in a celebration. So, mm -hmm. you know, invite me to all your meetings or to a round of golf if you you, you want to play <laughs> golf. Don't you know? Don't forget that we are people. We are normal. People. We do normal things. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. do know things yeah so uh yeah don't be shy to invite us you know just because we're transition doesn't mean that we are not able to do the normal things that you are doing so mm -hmm. um yeah so this is just you know just you know, a remind a reminder for the people who wants to you know to transition to the workplace you also need to sometimes to ask them to invite them to their safe spaces yeah, yeah that consent is really important isn't it yeah it works Thank both you. ways. It does work both ways. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time today. I absolutely knew it was going to be worth it. And um, I can't wait to speak to you again sometime. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much as well for inviting me to this, uh, to this interview. Yeah. Mm -hmm.